So in this episode, we're gonna take a look at some of the cool companies that are reporting our earnings this week, week of April 12th. So let's get started. All right, so the first ones we're going to take a look at is banks. Normally, the first week of earnings seasons is always the big banks and no no difference to this. On Tuesday, we're going to get JP Morgan and Wells Fargo. And right here to my right, I have XLF, which is this financial sector um, for the S&P 500. So here, all the big, all the banks are in this ETF. And I just want to get a look at what the overall price change of the of the bank sector has been. So from February 20th, 20th to April 9th, um, which was the closing on, on Thursday, Friday was closed due to Good Friday. Um, the bank's overall bank's ETF is down 25%. Uh, from its highs in April 9th, uh, in February 20th. All right, so now let's take a look at the companies, at the bank companies that are gonna report on Tuesday. First one is gonna be JP Morgan. JP Morgan right now is down 25% from the same date compared to SLF. So it's pretty much on, on target with how the, the sector, the average sector is going. For this upcoming quarter, they're expecting to return negative 20% year-to-year growth. So we can see they are going to be losing money compared to the same time last year. Their forward P.E. ratio is, I think, the highest of all the banks, sitting at 11.38 for 2021. The forward P.E. ratio of 11 seems to be um, the average. We're going to take a look. It's somewhere around 10. Um, so that, it, that tells you which ones are cheap and which ones are expensive. Next, we're gonna take a look at Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo is down 30%, so it's down a little bit more than the average ETF. Um, but we can see why they are expecting a 63% decline year-to-year growth, and their forward PE ratio is a little cheaper than JP Morgan, sitting at 10.2. One thing to note, though, is even though these companies are expecting a very strong negative year-to-year growth, they're all still making positive earnings per share. Next, we're going to take a look at the banks reporting on Wednesdays. And here we have an, an, another big, big list. We have Bank of America, we have Citi, and we have Goldman Sachs. Bank of America right now is sitting 29% down. Um, again, a little bit lower than the regular ETF. The regular ETF is down 25% for the overall financial sector. They are only expecting a 10% year-to-year growth, and their forward PE ratio is actually 10.01. So it's a lot, in theory, it's a lot cheaper than JP Morgan and it's cheaper than Wells Fargo. Next, we're gonna take a look at Citi. Citi has taken a big hit. Um, Citi right now is 40% down from its highs in February 20th. Um, it is expecting a 16% year to year growth and it has the cheapest forward PE ratio sitting at 6.82 for 2021. Goldman Sachs is next, 20% down, um, and is expect it is actually the one down the lowest compared to all the other banks. I'm guessing investors feel more faith in Goldman Sachs than they do on Citi or Wells Fargo. Um, right now, the forward PE ratio for Goldman Sachs is 8.36, and they are expecting a negative 33% year-to-year growth for this upcoming quarter. Um, and again, all these all these banks still are making positive earnings per share, even though we're seeing that huge decline in year-to-year growth. One thing I do like out of this, I do see that one, we have JP Morgan being super expensive compared to the rest of them. When we take a look at forward PE ratio, we see Citi also being pretty cheap, but cheap 
in regards because they took such a 40% um, hit. The only one I, I seem to really, really like right now to, my, to me is Goldman Sachs following by Bank of America. So Goldman Sachs only dropped 20%. It's down the least out of all of them. It's down the least even compared to the overall to the overall um, ETF SLF. And at the same time, even though it took the smallest hit, it still has the cheapest forward PE ratio. So Goldman Sachs, I think, is looking pretty strong and one I'm definitely going to take a look at um, if I have any extra money to, to, to expend somewhere else. Before we begin, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, thumbs up, and the bell. It helps the channel out so much, and I appreciate every one of you, and I hope you guys are enjoying the content. I'm also streaming on Twitch and Mixer. You can find me at Jose Naharo Stocks in either of them. I'm on on random times. And finally, I have created a Discord group where I have a few members already there, and we're just discussing great ideas, so feel free to join. All the information will be in the bottom description or in the pinned comment timestamp, so I hope you guys enjoy. All right, so next we're gonna take a look at Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson reports on Tuesday. Um, they are gonna be a benchmark for most of the healthcare companies because Johnson and Johnson is such a big company that a lot of investors are gonna keep an eye on them to see how the overall sector is going. Let's take a look at the stock price right now. Currently, it's sitting at $141 and it's actually only down 8.3% from its high in February 5th. Um, only $12 down, but there was a time not too long ago, maybe just a few, uh, maybe just a week or two ago where it bottomed out almost at $110. So anybody that picked up there, good job guys. That is pr crazy returns. But right now this company does not, um, it's a lot higher compared to the overall market. If we take a look to my left or right, I forget which side, um, the forward, pr um, the price to earnings ratio usually for this company is somewhere around um, 20 to 25, which is what's usually expected. So let's take a look at the price to earnings ratio. Normally it seems this company's price to earnings ratio seems to be around the 19 or 20 level. Right now, taking a look at Seeking Alpha, we see that this company for 2021 is expected to make $9.42 two years from now, which gives this company a forward PE ratio of 15. 15 is not bad when we compare it to the uh, to the normal forward PE, um, to the normal price to earnings ratio, which might still give a nice buying opportunity to, to investors. Um, some big news coming out from Johnson is Johnson is they are working on several COVID-19 projects. Um, they are tapping into some of the knowledge that they use to develop the investigational Ebola virus disease vaccine. And they're also using the vaccine constructs for the Zika virus and the HIV vaccine. So this is um, so these are pretty cool. They do have a huge amount of research and development to do this. And obviously, if they do come up with some form of of help for this COVID-19, it would be really great returns for this company. All right, the next stock we're going to take a look at is TSM, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. They report on Thursday. If you guys don't know, Taiwan TSM is one of the biggest providers for, for chips um, to all different industries. They are going to be a benchmark for the semiconductor sector. I know two weeks ago or a week ago, we did Micron Technology, which kind of gave us a gist of how the, how the semiconductor and just how the technology sector is doing. But I do think that Taiwan Semiconductor TSM is going to provide even better information of how the overall sector is doing. If you guys don't know, Taiwan Semiconductor provides some great chips technology for Apple 
and Hawaii. I forget how to pronounce that company. So you guys want to correct me in the comments below. Um, they have a strong 5G technology and that's where they kind of meet up with Apple and Hawaii because they have that for their cell phones. So right now the company is down about 18%, closer to 19% from its all time, uh, its highs in February 12th. Not typically its all time highs, but it still gives you a kind of information of how, how, how this company is down. Typical, the price to earnings ratio for this company seems to be in the high teens. So we're at 16, 17s. Forward PE ratio for this company for December 2021 is actually 16.3. So it's pretty close to what it's normally at. Um, to me, it means that, hey, investors just believe this is going to continue. If we're taking a look at percentage-wise, there are there are, there is some buying opportunity there, right? Still 20% down. But if we're taking a look at valuation, I think the valuation sits to what it's normally at. All right, next we're gonna take a look at Rite Aid. Rite Aid, they report on Thursday and they have been, they are pretty much the benchmark for the healthcare set retail, right? A lot of, there's different types of retails, healthcare retail is probably one of the few that are actually doing pretty good right now. Maybe the food retail business as well, but they're, they're gonna be a pretty much a benchmark for CVS and Walgreens. Um, one thing I did notice is this company is very volatile. Look, in December 16th, this company was down to $77. And look at these jumps this company has done. Very volatile stock. Um, unfortunately, for February 2021 and for February of 2020, a year, these the next two years, earnings per share, this company is expected to still lose money. I'm not a big fan of investing in companies that have forward PE ratios of negative still. Um, but I just want to let you guys know that this company is coming out on Thursday. So if you guys ha have CVS or Walgreens or any other healthcare retail, just want to know how the healthcare retail market is. This is definitely a company that's going to provide good benchmark for it. Next, we're going to take a look at Progressive. Progressive, this is the automobile insurance company. They report on Wednesday. They uh, Right now, this company is down only 4%. We can see this company has actually taken a lot of big swings lately. Um, so only 4%, that's pretty impressive, but I mean, people were still paying car insurance. I think car insurance is probably gonna be one of the last things people cut off if they even cut off car insurance. So we can see why the overall sector is not that down. Normally this company has a price to earnings ratio of in the below 15, but above 10. So somewhere between 10 to 15. Um, right now for December, 2021, this company has a forward PE ratio of 14.49. Again, this to me tells me valuation-wise, it, it's pretty similar to where it's normally at in, in forward PE ratio. Um, and then we can see it's only down 4%. One thing that one big news about this is Progressive is doing that rebate that other insurance companies are doing where they're giving some form of refunds to their customers. I do think this is actually a pretty smart idea um, for the businesses, for the auto insurance that have plenty of money at hand. Because right, let's say I'm, I, I'm an invest, I am a car insurance company and I have plenty of cash at hand right now so I can refund my, my customers. I seem like a pretty cool, good guy to be doing that. But then my competitors, maybe my competitors don't have the type of balance sheet that I have. So if they don't do it, it's gonna look bad at, on them, right? It's gonna, people are gonna be like, wow, this company did not refund anything. And if they do do it, it's going to hurt their balance sheet um, and they'll make them weaker. So I think this was a pretty smart idea to whoever started it off. Um, so that, that, that's good to see. 
Um, so remember, they report on Wednesday, and right now they're only down 4% from where they were at in February 14th, which does seem to be its all-time highs. Next, let's take a look at Charles Schwab. This is one of the... Uh, um, a lot of people use them for brokers. This is one of those broker banks. They report on Thursday. I didn't want to put them with the other banks because yes, they might have some, there might be some form of financial industry, but I do consider this sector completely different from the bank. They report on Thursday. This company sitting right now at $36.50, give or take. Um, it's down about 25%. So it's close to the financial ETF market. It's around that 25%. Um, this is going to be a, a benchmark for other trading facilities, right? We have Fidelity. They have purchased TD Ameritrade. And one thing, I wonder if all these if all these companies are now regretting giving that free, free commission, free trading. Because I bet so many of us are home right now and just constantly buying, constantly selling. So they probably would have made a lot of money right now with all these people buying and selling stocks. For now, let's take a look at their forward P. Ratio, they're expecting a forward PE ratio of 18.82, and normally it jumps. This company's forward PE ratio tends to jump between 20 and 30, so let's give it an average of 25. It might give a small buying opportunity to investors. We can see it's down 24% overall compared to, to the markets. All right, so next we have Bed Bath and Beyond, and this one is a, sp a pretty scary one. This is it's definitely a pretty company, a pretty scary company to own right now. They report on Wednesday. This company is down about 70% from its highs in December 18th. So we can see this company has taken almost three quarter, three quarter of a loss on its valuation. Right now it's sitting at $5.60. And this is what is expected to see in other companies similar. Macy's I know is sitting around the same price when they were sitting at those levels as well and gap as well so this company is going to be a strong benchmark for the retail company they are extending their store closures across the united states and canada until may 2nd and they have been closed since march 23rd it says march 23rd but i really mean march 23rd um so it's been over it's going to be almost a, a month and some change before they open up since closing they report on wednesday they have um, let's just take a look at their annual earnings per share. This company for February 2021 is expected to lose 81 cents. That's two years from now. So again, I'm not a big fan of investing in companies that, that are losing much, much money and don't have a really strong forward PE ratio. But I do think this is a good benchmark for Macy's and Gap. They are postponing their share repurchase, dividends, and debt reduction. Again, most companies have to do this. They have also actually maxed out their credit line. And their uh, their credit line, again, a lot of big companies are also doing that. They are prioritizing $250 million of capital expense for investments in digital and buy online pickup in-store expenses. And I think that's crazy. This is something that they should have done a long time ago. It's not something they should have done now. and shows you how behind the game some of the retail companies are in, right? This prioritizing should have happened a year ago, right? They should have really been focusing on digital and buy online pickup stores a long time ago. Um, and we can see why this company is down 70%. All right, so those are all the big guys. Um, Next, we're gonna hit some small companies that maybe a lot of people not know about, and I just thought they were pretty cool companies, so I decided to talk about them. So I hope you guys enjoy them. Let me know in the comments, guys, which one, what, what companies are you guys, are you guys looking at any of these? What are you guys expecting? Which ones are you expecting to get into? Definitely post a comment down there. I, it, it helps the channel out a lot. 
Um, so the next one is going to be J.B. Hunt. So J.B. Hunt reports on Tuesday. And if you guys don't know J.B. Hunt, a quick research, this is pretty much uh, the easiest way to say it's like uh, it can, it's like Uber drives for trucks. So you can go on their website. You can see, hey, Walmart needs a delivery that needs to be shipped from here to here or any other companies it doesn't have to be Walmart. It can be any 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 business that needs a truck to ship one item to another location and this is where all the logistics happen so it, it does like all the interactions the payments and stuff like that um so i think this is a pretty cool company compared from its all-time from its highs in january 15th this company is down about 17 percent just gives you an overall gist of where this company is moving normally this company has a forward pe ratio closer to 20 and 25 so let's give it an average of 22.5 for the expected annual earnings per share for 2021 this company has a forward pe ratio of 16.42 it's actually kind of low compared to its its normal levels which might give a nice buying opportunity to some investors and one thing it's going to tell you right they right now has been a huge increase in in probably transports of food and ppe shipments across different states I know there's certain states that have even allowed the the maximum capacity load of, of how much these trucks can carry has been increased by x amount of thousands of pounds so maybe they are getting paid more so again this is something it's just an overall way of how the overall market is doing and i thought it was a pretty cool company to take a look at next we're going to take a look at helmet arrow they have actually just changed names to arconic um, they report on Tuesday and as you can see here, they have taken a big hit. They are down about 70% from its all-time highs of and right now is sitting close to $10, $11 at the moment. If you guys don't know um, Aero, Arconic, they are pretty big in the aerospace industry and in the automobile industry. They're market leaders in aluminum sheets and plates for the aerospace. So I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they are a supplier for companies like Boeing and that's why we see such a huge hit on this company right next we're gonna see they're also provided aluminum sheets to the automobile market here they have a pretty cool picture of like their cars uh, about planes and cars and they're transforming the way we fly drive build and power and power they do say that they are focusing on making lighter aluminum sheets to make everything lighter and more aerodynamic they report on Tuesday. They do have a forward PE ratio of positive for both December 2020 and 2021. They are expected to make money and they have a forward PE ratio of 7.35, which I think it might give a nice buying opportunity if you think they will continue to survive. Maybe I should take a look at this company later on and, and, and probably look at their balance sheet. If they have a pretty strong balance sheet, then they'll be able to survive no problem. Um, so again, if you guys actually want me to take a look at this company or any other company, feel free to post on the comments. And this is actually the last company I'm going to take a look at. We're going to see. And this one is Excel Brands. Excel Brands reports on Monday. So this is going to be, I think, the only company that reports Monday that I'm taking a look at. There's other companies that take a, that go on Monday, but usually Monday and Fridays, you don't see many companies reporting. You usually see the heaviers Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. This company is a very small company. Um, they are a semi growth. It does seem that their growth has stopped in this past year. They grew about 11 to 12% uh, revenue growth. And previously they have been growing in double digits. Um, Excel brand, they are pretty much a marketing social 
merchandise business they design they do licensing brand development for uh what you call it for clothing for clothing stores so obviously this clothing market has taken a big hit many people aren't really worried about buying clothes right now um, which might give this a nice buying precision depending on how their balance sheet looks like this company is down about 62 percent from its high in february 2020 it's not its all-time highs this company has it seems to be a pretty volatile it's sitting at 60 cents so it is considered a penny stock um but they are expected to make money in both the upcoming two years and they have a forward P ratio of a dollar and 60 cents again i do think this company has very low volume so very risky stock as a penny stock it is a digital marketing company it might tell us how the digital world advertising world is going on at the moment right now so i decided to, to put this in and maybe put it in the eyes of some other people so that's it for this episode guys i really hope you enjoyed it i i'm, I'm happy I'm, I'm really excited to see some of these companies if you guys really want me to take a look at any of these companies during their earnings feel free to post on the comments again don't forget to hit that subscribe button guys it helps the channel out so much and remember definitely check out that discord group there's a lot of cool members in there already um, and we're just there talking discussing so have a good night guys and see you next time